Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Brandon Holler, Associate Pastor here at First Church, and I'm excited to be able to talk as we go through the story of Passion Week, what took place on Thursday of that week. Now, this is an incredible time in the story where Jesus on that Thursday night not only washes the disciples' feet, but does something that is so important that we here at First Church practice every month, which is the celebration, the remembrance uh, of the Lord's Supper, or also called communion. At that time, Jesus had talked to his disciples about making preparations for the Passover, and that Passover meal was very important to the Jewish people. At that time, the Passover uh, was a celebration and remembrance of, of God's salvific act on behalf of them being in slavery in Egypt. That's recorded all the way back in Exodus. God uh, engaged in an assault against uh, the false gods of Egypt by engaging in these plagues, plagues of boils, gnats, frogs, the Nile turned to blood until they finally came to the 10th plague, which was the death of the firstborn son. As you know the story, uh, the Jewish people at that time, in order uh, for death to pass over their house, they were to sacrifice uh, a blameless and spotless lamb, take its blood and put it over the doorpost so that that death would pass over them. Eventually, they were uh, also to have a meal that had different elements in it, a meal that we refer to as the Seder meal. And so this was an incredibly important part of the Jewish culture at that time as they celebrated God rescuing them from death and slavery. And so when we come to this Thursday, Jesus does something incredibly special. He takes the celebration of God's greatest act of salvation and he redefines it. And he redefines it because a greater act of sacrifice, of blood being shed, that leads to salvation, redemption, and with a ransom being paid, that's about to take place in the very near future. As we know, when we take communion, we are reminded of the words that Jesus says with the bread, this is my body and this is my blood. And the question is, uh, that what does, it, what does he mean that this is my body? What does he mean as he raises the cup? This is the, the cup of the new covenant in my blood. What's the context behind it? I want to just share two important parts of what we refer to as this Seder meal, this Passover meal that was taking place there. There's a moment in the meal where there are three pieces of matzah bread. This is unleavened bread that were wrapped together in a, in a cloth that had three pockets in it. Uh, these three pieces of bread were put in these three pockets, and uh, people don't really know why there's three. Some people claim that it represents Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Others will say it represents the priests, the Levites, and the people of God, but there is no consensus on that, where we as Christians can look and perhaps we see another triunity in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And ironically enough, what took place in the Passover meal was that this middle piece of bread is taken out. And so imagine Jesus doing this, he reaching in and he taking that middle piece of bread that they were used to doing. And what he does is he takes it, and this bread looks a certain way. It has pierced marks in it. 
It has stripes uh, on the bread. And he takes it and he breaks it. And, and this bread then is known by the Jewish people at that time as the afikomen, which translated is, is translated as the coming one. That bread that is broken, part of it is taken and put, placed in a white cloth and hidden to be found later. Later in the meal, it is uh, the children, they go and they find it, and whoever finds it, they come to the table, and the piece of bread, which is the dessert of the meal at that time, is ransomed. You know, the, the parents have to buy it back from uh, the children. It is incredible that Jesus, as he takes this second piece of bread, that middle one of three, he breaks it. And what does he say? This is my body broken for you. In other words, he says, I represent this afikomen, or this afikomen rather, represents me. I am the coming one. I am the one that's pierced. I am the one that has these bruised stripes. There will be a white cloth placed over me, and I will be hidden for a time, but I will come back. The other part of the Seder meal is that there are four cups. There is a cup of sanctification, a cup of plagues. Uh, There's a third cup, and there's a fourth cup called the cup of praise. But we know that Jesus, after he broke the bread, it says then that he took a cup. And the one after he broke the bread is that third cup, which is called the cup of redemption. Now, this cup was used after the the bread was broken, and this cup of redemption, that word redemption, means that a person is bought out of slavery when someone pays a price for their life. And so it is that cup of redemption, more than likely, that Jesus raised, and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. In essence, what Jesus is saying is, As my body is broken and my blood is shed, redemption is taking place. I am buying you out of the slavery of sin and death. I am the one that will pay the price so that you will be ransomed and reconciled to God. What's amazing about this day, this Thursday, is that the Lord's Supper wasn't something that he just created out of nowhere. It was something that he redefined in a particular context by pointing originally to the greatest act of salvation in the history of God's people at that point, known as the Exodus, the the day of Passover, and redefining it now, uh, how God is rescuing his people out of slavery and instituting for his disciples a new way of remembering an even greater act of salvation that was to come that next day and through those next couple days through the sacrifice of the blood of the Lamb of God being shed for the sins of the world, him being placed in a white burial cloth, and then just a few days later, rising from the dead. I want to challenge you as you think about this to read Psalm 116 and reflect on how merciful and gracious it was for God to rescue us from death into life with him.